might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Listening pleasure. 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island Redneck Brian Bro, and Fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now. Stimulating talk. Mean Chet Martin here with you. And by my side, the fearless one himself, Mr. C.V. Burton. Hey, everybody. If Chet sounds a little weird, it's just because he's calling in via the phone because his internet went down. It's a long story. And I am a little, and I am a little weird, CV. Anyway, <laughs> it is, dude. You we know, all I, are. I'm gonna say, I'm going to say this about New Hampshire and internet and phone and, and everything. It sucks. Everything out here, the service just isn't great. I mean, I'm in an off area of uh, Troy, New Hampshire anyway, and it's kind of in the mountains, but Man, when something goes down, it goes down. We're down for the night, and it took me so long to figure out that it wasn't going to be coming back on. So this is just like me calling into you and talking on the phone. Yes. So uh, I'm sorry for the way that it sounds. I'm sure everybody is waiting to see what we have to say about Donald Trump and about this what I consider a coup by the Biden administration with everything that the media has been doing, with pumping out the what you would call a mug shot of Donald Trump, which I think is only going to give us more ammunition. It's it's only going to help Donald J. Trump out. I think it's embarrassing to see that an administration that is firmly being protected by the law enforcement agencies that should be going after them. Yeah. I think that it's really detrimental to them. And I think they just don't know how to get out of their own way because putting out a, a mug shot of Donald Trump and of Rudy Giuliani and all the little lemmings online, all the little libtards online that are pumping these pictures out and laughing about it and thinking that this is some kind of joke. Yeah. It's embarrassing to actually see these people that are here and that are celebrating a not only a good president, probably the greatest president in the history of the United States of America, and putting out a mugshot that was only done to try to derail him running in 2023. That's the only reason they did this, because the other lemmings out there that did that debate that were saying that, and and most of them did. There were only two people that said they wouldn't back him if he's the nominee. It was Chris Christie, and I think it was uh, the female there. I can't think of her name. Uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, they said that they're not going to put their support by Donald Trump if he's the nominee. Well, w- I have news for both of those two. Uh, they're not going to be around very long in order to do that anyway. So, you know... Really, I just wanted to say uh, before we start the show off officially, we're not going to cover that stupid mugshot. Okay, we're not doing that. But I think it's ridiculous. It works to his benefit anyway. And the way he was looking, his expression on his face looked like he's angry. You're messing with the wrong guy because I'm going to come after you as soon as I get back in the White House. And when I say you, I mean the deep global left, I call it. It, it really is, too. It's the deep global left. I think I think they're hurting themselves for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to get into this CV, and this is coming from Reuters. The Biden administration plans to urge all Americans to get a booster shot for the coronavirus this autumn to counter a new wave of infections that will be on the way. A White House official said this last Sunday, an official said that while the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention are reporting an increase in infections, hospitals and administrations from the virus overall levels remain low. Now, the thing is, this is going to tie into a story that you showed me with Alex Jones But Mm. Joe Biden came out in front of the world and said already that they're planning on this. Nothing's in concrete yet, but they still plan on putting out more vaccines. And it sounds like it's coming right around the the turn for the election, CV. 
But Alex Jones said he had some insider knowledge yeah. about what's coming, and it's going to be coming in October and December and November. Um, just go over what he said really quick. I, I don't know what he said verbatim. I, I did watch it, but he said something to the effect that he has whistleblowers inside the TSA, it was. Yes. That they were told that they're going to reinstitute the mask mandate on airline flights first, and then it's going to affect all travel. And then another person corroborated what the uh, TSA official said in that by December, all the mandates will be back. And then they're going to have a new vaccine and they're going to mandate the vaccine. And then they're going to institute drop boxes for everybody. And they're just going to steal the election like they did last time. It's all about stealing the election. Of course. And the sad thing is not only has Donald Trump said this, we've said it. I've heard Michael Savage has said it. Lee Elsie has said it. Many others that we follow have said the very same thing, that this was going to come around. Because without those drop boxes, the mail-ins and all that, if they can't cheat that way, they have no chance of winning. Yeah. So in order for them to be able to do that, they've got to get everybody behind them. And it's going to be the same culprits that it always is. It's going to be the government saying, well, we have another some sort of variant of this virus. And right. they're probably going to say it's even worse this time. Mm -hmm. um, I've already seen people out there with the masks back on. Have you, have you seen that? It's happening oh, yeah, here no. in New Hampshire. I've, I've seen it. I've seen people never take the masks off to begin with. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I like you go into, yeah. I've, I've ever since they stopped mandating the masks, I've seen people continue to wear the mask. And then not only are they wearing the masks, Anyway, but they're showing their nostrils. So it's like, yeah, it's on their upper lip and they're breathing through their nose without a mask. So why, why are you wearing a mask? Is it just it's, for it's, it's virtue signaling is what it is. Yeah, that is what it is. And it always is with them. Can okay. I talk about Let the, me... can I talk about the CDC report? Yeah, do that. Okay. So, so this uh, CDC report comes out and, and I, I can see that they're parsing their words and they're saying, uh, there's an increase of infections out of one side of their mouths, and then out of the other side of their mouths, they're saying, but hospital admissions from the virus overall levels remain low. So hospital admissions can be verified, but just random infections cannot. So you see how they're ginning up the fear without being accountable while covering their asses at the same time. They're so clever in that way. And what is the virus anyway that they're talking about in that sentence? If they mean COVID-19, why not spell it out and say it as that? But instead, they're saying vaguely the virus. Because again, they leave a loophole to cover their asses in case they're called out. And it's discovered they're talking about all forms of influenza, which happens to include the common cold, by the way. And then and they say in, uh, includes any form of coronavirus. As yeah. Well. So they're just they're just trying to use lawyer speak to scare people while not being accountable. And then they're saying that there's variants with names that they purposely made up just to sound scary. I was thinking the other day about folks that hear this stuff and immediately get scared and they bow and put they put the mask on and they become very violent with the way that they push their ideology and what they're thinking of when they see somebody that doesn't have a mask yeah on i've or, almost gotten into fistfights with a couple of I people i wonder to myself they they seem political in yes. the way that they believe in this stuff and i've always wondered why somebody would go that route politically and bring that into their family circle all because of a narrative that's already been dispelled and if anything hasn't been dispelled it's the one thing that donald j trump said that was true is that it was manufactured inside a wuhan lab they've already admitted yes. uh -huh. that, yep. that he was right about that and now all of a sudden what's the deal here now now they're going to say the same thing except without the uh admittance to the first time when it all happened and Donald Trump was right, they're not going to admit that. 
No. So now they're going to have to say it's something else. It's so easy for them to make up these little variants that sound scary, like Eris and Fornax. But they sound more like Dr. Seuss characters than viruses. I mean, is it Eris and Fornax or is it Isis and the Lorax from Dr. Seuss? We don't know. <laughs> they won't tell you. In fact, they make up this crap as they go along. You know, so it's all a big joke. Yeah, it, it's a joke until it affects, you know, the American people, which it did in a, a big way, not only in shutdowns, but there were businesses that had to completely go under because of this thing. Yep. And now they're going to do We're going to let them do it again. All right. Well, we got more topics, of course. I just wanted to mention no guests this week. Thank God, because I would have been screwed if there was. But we, I do have guest book for next week. So we're going to be back on with all the guests next week. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. on deck 94.9 news now and stimulating talk all right i checked this one out in the daily signal cv and it's a concern for us all as, as we we report on these stories all the time they seem to get stranger and stranger as the days go by a u.s district court judge denied maryland parents request thursday for an order allowing them to opt their children out of instruction using LGBTQ pride storybooks. Atheist Christians, Jewish, Muslim, and other parents demanded the right to opt out of an LGBTQ book curriculum for pre-K through fifth graves of Montgomery County Public Schools, Maryland School District just outside the nation's capital. Although Maryland law requires schools to allow parents to opt their children out of sexually explicit instruction and to provide advance notice for such lessons, the new policy adopted in March excluded any opt-out right. The parents sued requesting a preliminary injunction to force the Montgomery County school system to restore the opt-out provision until the court fully resolves the case. Classes resume next Monday, which this was reported last uh, Tuesday. Uh, Parents had hoped to secure an injunction before that date. District Judge Deborah Boardman rejected the parents' motion Thursday. I'm sure she's a lefty, ruling that they have not shown that the school district's use of the storybooks crosses the line from permissible influence to potentially impermissible indoctrination. Um, listen here, man. Oh, look at this. Broadman, an appointee of Joe Biden, ruled that Montgomery County Public Schools had not violated parents' right to the free exclusion of religion under the First Amendment. Yeah. Okay. Listen. <laughs> okay. It is good to see that uh, you have Christians, Muslims, Jews, atheists, and parents coming together to push back and say enough of this crap. Right. Um, that I like to see. It is frightening to see that this has become such a uh, divided topic in discussion as to where you could actually get a a judge to sit in and say that the parents have no right to take their child out of this curriculum. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I mean, they should have that right to do it regardless, but it doesn't seem like if they want to fight back against this, you can only assume uh, these are, are sick, disgusting people that are sexualizing children. I mean, I don't know how you could get any other way to think about this when you read an article like that, CB. Well, on one hand, we're not surprised that this is happening in Maryland with this judge because most people who live in Maryland or most people who live in D.C. live in Maryland, I should say. And yeah. But on the other hand, it's 
it's encouraging because if if this is a, a fight that's going back and forth in Maryland, which is a really liberal bastion, then there's hope for the rest of the country because most uh, uh, most states are now pushing back against the board and parents are regaining their rights to raise their own children. So um, I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing that ac- across the country, but in Maryland, it seems like the communist cabal are uh, trying to withstand the will of the parents. But uh, this judge, Deborah Boardman, said that the parents have not shown that the use of these porno books, or I mean, uh, sorry, storybooks, cross right. the line <laughs> from permissible influence. What the hell is permissible influence? Permissible by whom? You know, cross the line to potentially impermissible indoctrination who decides what is permissible influence and what is impermissible indoctrination the school board the courts or should it be the parents you know it should be the parents it's not even a question of course it should not even a question. of course it should and like i said well, why is this a big fight for them if the parents don't want their children reading this crap they should be able to take them out and they should be able to say you know let them go into study hall or or tutor time or, you know, I remember back when I was in school, I used to skip a lot of the school trips. And what they would do is they'd put you inside a, uh, they, you'd still have a to gym. go to school. Yeah. While, yeah. While everybody went off to Hershey, Pennsylvania or whatever it was. And you'd go and you'd get some tutor help or you'd go and you'd, uh, you'd in homeroom class, you'd do whatever they told yeah. you to do. Right. That's what you had to do. Yeah. So if, if there's parents that are saying, Hey, I don't want my five-year-old reading these disgusting books. Yeah. Well then what, what is the big pushback? Why not? Why would they take that act? Unless it shouldn't even, uh, um, that's what it is. It's because they're so yeah. delusional right. in their thought process about what a child should learn and what a child should be reading and, and be open to. But this stuff should never come up when somebody uh, puts somebody into puts their child into a kindergarten right. to think that they have to read a storybook that describes transgenderism and all that other garbage. I mean, it's obvious that these are predators, in my opinion. They should be treated as such. Right. It's like when Trump says at his rallies that he will support parents' rights. And then he adds, do you believe we even have to say that? Shouldn't it be without saying that parents' rights, you know, have their rights to raise their own kids? That trumps the school boards and the judges? What a ridiculous argument to even have. And to think this judge is intelligent enough to be a member of the attorney's bar association in good standing. How did this person even get a high school diploma? <laughs> because they're they're because their standards, as long as you're whacked out enough, yeah. as long as you, as long as you're against the American people, you can make it here under the Biden administration. Right. It, it really is true, too. If you look at the record of the Trump administration versus the Biden administration when it comes to religious freedom when it comes to child exploitation when it comes to all these things that kind of culminate and are part of the discussion we're having right now donald trump's record is far and above better than the biden administration the biden administration by all accounts if you look at their records on all those things including the arrest of pedophiles including of ch- child sex expo- exploitation and trafficking, uh, there's only one thing, there's only one conclusion that I have, and that is that they are somehow involved yeah. because the numbers don't lie. There is something wrong there. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know that I necessarily have any proof of that. I do have proof that the numbers are, are going way back up for these uh, disgusting criminals, but I, I can say that I think something smells wrong with this administration. It's pretty obvious. It's as we keep saying, it's like beating a dead horse already. I know, but we have to get it through people's heads that Barack Obama, or I call him Barack Antichrist. It, it, yeah. Everything ties back to him. All this transmania stuff started with him and, and Michael, his wife. And, yep. and uh, they're trying to, it's the communist agenda of trying to thwart the, the beginnings of families to stop families from forming, to stop human beings from procreating because it's not that they think, yeah, they, they, they claim that there's overpopulation and it's hurting the earth as if human beings, uh, 
are less important than than a rock floating through space. So, but it's not even about that. It's that they don't want a large po- they don't want large population because they want to corral us into these little corrals so that they can control us in these little cities. They don't want too many people because that too many are hard to uh, control. It's like when I got into that argument with Brian. Uh, it was probably about a a month, two months ago. That there was a she's 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 a lesbian and she's I've, she was very big in the women's movement. The initial yeah. women's movement. I'm talking back in the. Oh, I know. The, I think her name is in Stein, the 70s. Stein something. Well, anyway, she was on Newsmax, and you know, she said because they push back against this whole uh, trans ideology, and that you know they don't like the fact that now men can come into the bathroom and and men with beards and dresses come into the bathroom changing rooms, yeah. participate in sporting all. The, and she has been ostracized. Her and the people in her. Her circle are like, I never would have thought that this would have happened, but it has. And that's exa- that always happens with the left. Yeah, They always start off in an area where you say, well, that's good. And then eventually <laughs> it gets worse and worse. <laughs> it worse they keep and worse pushing and worse. the envelope. Yes. And then and people like her that say, wait a second, this isn't what we were for. This isn't what we were preaching about. All of a sudden she's ostracizing and she's treated like we are. Yeah. And that's it. That's exactly what it, it happens all the time with the left. It, it happens in every every kind of nuance you can think of publicly and the and just inside the inside religion inside school this is always what happens they always go one step too far into the point where they can't turn back you can't turn back after this is even hurting their base because even liberals are against this transmania this mutilation of children yeah absolutely well we do have a lot more to go come back freedom on deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, from Pulse Media, uh, there's been a court ruling in favor of post-millennial senior editor Andy No on Monday. We covered this story when it happened, CB. Yeah. In his civil trial against the remaining three alleged Antifa defendants that physically attacked him, they tried to kill him right. on June 2019 in Portland, Oregon. Defendants Corbin Catherine Bellia, who looks like a, a frog, a frog boy. <laughs> um, now, this this name is really creative. Samich Overkin shot deputy. Oh. OK, uh, really nice there. And Lee Allen found liable by Judge Synopsy for assault battery and intentional infliction of emotional distress each defendant's been ordered to pay Mr. No a hundred thousand in damages. Where's Antifa get a hundred thousand from? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> you know what it is. There's this spoiled, the, the spoiled. Uh, I hate the word white. They're spoiled European stock people who live in their uh, parents' house still, and they're they're rich, spoiled brats, college students. So yeah, they do have money. Their parents do. Yeah, they look like, and and it's always like they're like you end up finding out they're like pedophiles or something too. Um, yeah, defendants yep. Blea Allen and and shot deputy allegedly involved in the attack on No, in which he was brutally beaten by the mob of alleged members of Rose City Antifa while reporting on an event in Portland. 
Oregon, according to Noe's complaint, this attack received referred to as a milkshake incident. Noe was left severely injured. If you remember, I, and I know you remember, CV, I think we actually covered it back when you were doing the podcast mm-hmm. and I came on with you. Mm-hmm. This was when Andy Noe got hit with that brick. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like a, they threw a brick yeah, he had to at get, him, hit him he had right to get in the back sti- of the head. They he had to get stitches. They yep. killed him. Yeah. I was looking at the video, and it was pretty violent. Everybody was, like, throwing stuff at him. You don't know if those were milkshakes or piss shakes or uh, vomit shakes. or what. Feces, whatever. Yeah, you don't know what it was that they were throwing at him. But they, Antifa were doing this all over the country. It wasn't just even at him. They were also killing cops and burning down buildings and uh, beating up people. I saw, I, I saw a guy who was stoned to death right in front of his uh, dad's yep. shop. Uh, I remember that. And and they and and they pretend like it didn't happen. I that guy died. I saw it. He, the way he hit the pavement and the way his body fell, uh, it was very very uh, weird looking. And uh, and this judge, uh, it shows that there are good judges out there, and that the ones that rule against America first activists like Donald Trump and his attorneys and people that went to the protest on January 6th and stuff like that. They all rule against patriots and Christians and hardworking taxpaying Americans. But there are still good judges out there. They just don't get the America first cases. Anyway, this sends a clear message, but the message is not nearly loud enough because Antifa and BLM have, for the most part, gotten away with a lot worse, including murder. Because the media has allowed them to. Yeah. Because the media and because of Washington and because of the way that these stories like this, stories like this, though, even this story with Andy No, this was only covered by conservative media. I never I never saw it on CNN. MS, not that no. I watched yeah. those or would know, but you would see it because when me and you were covering it initially, you know, and, and you put it into your server whatever you use, and hopefully you're not using Google. But when you're putting it in, um, you notice it always brings you to maybe Breitbart, maybe Town Hall Mm -hmm. at the, you know, maybe the most to the left that you'll get is like, you know, the National Review or something like that. But even then they don't cover stuff like this. Right. So, you know, stories like this, by and large, they go, they, there are stories like this that have happened that even me and you probably don't know about. And that's, that sucks because, these are Americans that are under attack by straight up devout communists that pretty much say this is what they're all about. And anybody defending this kind of behavior, I mean, you're a Nazi if you defend this right. stuff. By the way, Andy No is a, a gay Asian American. He's a journalist. He reports on stuff that Antifa does, and it's made him yeah. definitely an enemy of theirs. But he he's a gay Asian. Right. He's not even he's not even that politically no, he's affiliated not. with with the right per se. He's just reporting the facts as he sees them, and this is how he's treated. That's why there is what? no there's no sincere anchor men or women on the news today. They're just repeating what their what their producers or managers of the networks want them to say, and it's always uh, an arm of the left wing government or uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama and disciples. And uh, there was a second video that I saw on this particular article that shows one of the defendants in a separate Antifa riot beating people over the head from behind with like a lead pipe. And I hope those those people could sue also. And, And one of those victims I saw staggering away. He was blinded by his own blood running down his face. But no, it's the January six protesters. They're the they're the ones who are violent. Yeah, sure. It, it's so it's <laughs> it's amazing. You talk about that. I mean, you remember the attacks in Seattle, where the uh, the young the youngster, I think he was about seventeen or eighteen, ended up having to shoot one of those communist yes. dirt bags. He shot him in the arm, and uh, they they were coming out defending this guy, and then that, that was the one guy that that we found out was a freaking pedophile and had raped a nine year old girl. Yeah. yeah. And the left still defended him. He killed one. Of, he, he killed one of them too in self defense. 
Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. He did the world a favor with that too. I used to know Remember his. I used to know his name. I'm bad with names, but these, you know, Antifa is Barack Antichrist brown shirts. Let's be honest. They go oh, out. Absolutely. They're doing. They're doing his will, and uh, you know, I keep harping on it. I know I sound crazy, but there's something wrong with Barack Obama. I mean, look at look at him. He's been at war with Christians since since he stepped out onto the national stage. He's the one who he's the one who gave uh, ISIS our weapons and money. Look at everybody that put them in. Look at everybody that put him in. Yeah, you don't have to look for any further than that. I mean, yeah. you know, he's funded by Soros and many others. He's, uh, you know, he was really paraded out there by some very bad people. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the the guy that where where did he start his campaign again? In the basement of, of Bill Ayers. Yeah, he was born in Kenya. And I know people are going to laugh at me too, but I saw his birth document. It wasn't a birth certificate. It was a birth document. It was, an, it was a PDF file, and there were layers in it. And you could see the font was different on certain areas. And when as soon as I downloaded that off the government website, I got a bad virus in my computer, and I had to trash the whole computer. And... Coincidentally or not coincidentally, that file got lost in that computer because with it came a very bad virus. You weren't supposed to download it. Well, his own brother has said that too. So his his very own brother, who who absolutely can't stand him, um, who's from Kenya himself. Yeah. Uh, you know that that stuff is. It, you know, even though you show people that, you're like, well, look, his own brother says right. it. <laughs> the only, the only thing I can't say for sure, years. the only thing I can't say for sure is that his mother was a jackal. I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but his wife is a man. Yeah. As far as yeah. I know. That was an obscure um, The Omen reference for those of you who saw The Omen. Uh, well, I can just tell you this. I can tell you that Antifa, I think... They're going to be very loud once again. This is going to come just like the same thing that's going to be done is going to be the same thing that happened the last go around. Yeah, uh, they're going to be they're going to be stoked. They're going to be uh, put out there in every city street that they need to be implemented, and people are going to have to be ready for it. You you know, don't yeah. be scared. That's uh, that's one thing you can't be when you're in the face of evil. You got to stand up against it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go away by itself. Yeah, and we're the only ones that can get rid of it. Yeah. Period. I think that's uh, the kind of attitude that everybody out there, our listeners, and anybody else out there that really wants to turn this country around, at least to a point where we had it at one time, where this we were doing so good, and they took it all back. I know. All right. Because that's that's what they were built there to do, and that's what they're going to continue to do. Listen, we're going to come back. We got more show to go here. Freedom on deck, 949. Back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Well, this is coming out of New York. All right. So Mrs. Hochul has been begging Joe Biden to help remove illegal immigrants from her state, which we know is New York. Okay, guys. So Kathy Hochul released a video slamming the Biden administration and federal government for the influx of illegal immigrants to the Empire State of course, ended up there due in part at least to New York states as a sanctuary state, lamenting the fact that much needed changes 
at the border haven't been made and that there does not appear to be a solution to the federal problem anytime soon. Hochul sought out to lay blame for New York's overwhelmed illegal immigrant problem and status solely at the feet of the feds. This crisis originated with the federal government and it must be resolved through the federal government, Hochul said, notably seeking to evade any responsibility for the surge of illegal immigrants that have pushed New York and especially New York City to the breaking point. And while Hochul may finally be right about one thing, that there is an illegal immigrant crisis stemming from the Biden administration's border on immigration policies, she's entirely missing the obvious solution to stop the flow of illegal immigrants. Instead of calling on Biden to secure the border and remove individuals who illegally enter the country, Hochul calls on Biden to add even more incentives or pull factors for immigrants to unlawfully enter the United States. So this is coming from town hall. Um, you know, obviously, this show, we're no fans of, of Ms. Hochul and we're no fans of, of Joe Biden. The issue with illegal immigration, which is always something that they say, well, we have to change. We have to change things. We have to make immigrant status better. We have to actually do something about the influx instead of reporting them as criminals. No, listen, here's the issue. You guys told them to come. And they came. That's right. It's as simple as that. And when you take down portions of the wall that had been built when Donald J. Trump was in office, which they had done, people don't realize they didn't just take away border security. They removed some of the wall that was put up by Trump. Right. Um, all those things happen. And when, when you take away National Guard, when you take away, away a lot of the security that Donald Trump put over there on the southern border, which we were starting to get – you know, we weren't in great shape, but we we're doing a lot better. Of course, there's going to be an influx. And anybody like Kathy Hochul out there that wants to cry because now her neighbors are complaining to her that they're starting to make themselves seen more and more. Maybe they're taking a dump out of the the coffee and bistro that they they find dine every morning. If that's an issue for you, well, Kathy, I suggest that you get out in front of this thing. And actually defend the people that put you in office instead of defending those that just want to come in for freebies. I mean, mm -hmm. it, you can blame it on the Democrats. You can blame it on Joe Biden. You can blame it on Kathy Ocho. But the bottom line is they're all just as guilty as each other. And there's no blame to go around. They are the ones to blame. And I don't believe Period. Kathy Hochul won the governorship legitimately <laughs> sorry if you i'm sorry if you uh lefties out in the hamptons who uh disagree with virtually everything we say on the show but i knew as soon as they rolled out computers in our elections the very first time and this was many many years ago i knew right away that there was trouble when there's no transparency how how are you going to guarantee that the elections are going to be real you know, and if you don't if you don't remember, Kathy Hochul was the one that ended up. Um, she ended up giving out Zeldin's home address. She ended oh, up giving uh, the address to where his children went to school. You don't oh, remember boy. that? No. Uh, yeah, that was. That, no, it sounds vaguely bad. familiar. And, yeah, and also we, we, it also was Kathy Hochul who opened up New York State to be or I mean, or New York City or, and New York State. To be a sanctuary state and a sanctuary city. And right. uh, she invited all this trouble. And now she's telling the uh, the federal government that she needs all this stuff. Like uh, like the, the federal government must provide the state and the city with significant financial assistance, health care, and human services. You couldn't foresee this coming down the pike, Holcho? Transportation, housing assistance, education. And, and thirdly, she wants the federal government to offer their key facilities in the uh, metropolitan area that th they urgently need for temporary shelters. And then she also says the federal government should reimburse the state for the cost of deploying the National Guard. So those National Guard costs cost $22 million per month. She couldn't foresee this. That's the problem with lefties. They do things that sound good, and pull on your heartstrings, but they don't think about the long picture. The, you know what I mean? They don't. They don't look at the 
the the whole they don't look down the road at what's coming. They just want to and sh- it's instant it's instant gratification with with lefties. And they won't admit to the mistakes that they made yeah, and say and, and just to say, you know what, I was wrong. I didn't realize, but she knew the whole time. I mean, it's, you know, she has always been a corrupt politician. She is one of the worst in our state, in New York, well, not my state anymore, but in the state of New York, my hometown. And you know what, man, the bottom line is she only sees her scope of New York. She doesn't see anything else. So yeah. all the people that really are struggling the people that are leaving new york like me or anybody else out there that's trying to create a business but they can't compete with prices that that illegal immigrants are creating uh which happens all the time you know they they, they leave and then folks like hochul they only see what they want to see they only see things out of their golden gates and their uh their marble floors they don't see what's going on with the average American living in New York. That's not what they see. Not only that, I don't know much that they care. Mm -hmm. Finally, something's starting to bite her in the ass, and it's probably the idea that she's not going to be voted back in unless she says something about this problem because it's become such a big problem in New York. But you know what, man? If people continue to vote Democrat, what the hell do you expect? Yeah, That's exactly what you're going to get. They're not for you. I'm still saying, though, that if we had fair elections, she wouldn't have been in office and New York State would be by far much more hospitable to the average working schlub out there like you and I. And because I I love agree with you, I love Long Island. Long Island is so do I beautiful geography because it's got beaches. It's got it's got the Long Island Sound on the north. It's got the Atlantic Ocean on the south. It's got the two forks going out there. You got the Hamptons, which is a great party area. You got you got uh, the North Fork. You got, you got woods. You got forests. You got deer. Wineries. Yeah, wineries. Everything. everything. Yeah, I love New York. I, I love and you Long and Island we live too. in close proximity to the city. And if we had fair elections, the city would be a lot cleaner and safer too. And I agree with you because Lee Zeldin lost by very few votes. Yes. There's which, no which shows way they, he lost. They didn't have to do much to to uh, to change that because it was so close. And they were like, well, just wait. You know, we know we know the number that we have to give to push her over. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody like her who has never really held a position in any kind of really co- any capacity as a, a CEO in any business and – I mean, I know she, I know she studied that in in college, but I, I also see that she has never worked in the private sector. So, yeah. somebody like Lee Zeldin, who's, you know, I personally love the guy. I know you and Brian went to go see him, uh, you know, not very long ago, three, four, five. Well, actually, it was quite a while ago. But, um, you know, this it, we'd be in a lot better shape with somebody like Lee Zeldin in there for sure. And uh, somebody like Kathy Hochul, she's gonna, she's gonna say what she thinks her, you know, her constituents want her to say, and then she's gonna do and act in her own best interest, just yeah. like Joe Biden. I Same will, thing. I will say that most counties in New York State did vote for Donald Trump in both elections, and there's no way that the five boroughs of uh, Matt of New York City uh, tilted the election to uh joe biden and hochel though no, here's, here's the here's the problem they are allowing illegals to vote on long island i've seen it so that's that that is happening so that's uh know. that's well I saw a lot it. of a lot of I mean, there's I, a I, lot of fake ballots that that have names connected to them where those names aren't even real people that I'll vote if you if you if you go out to the eastern side of Long Island, out where I worked, all the illegals voted. All and right. you can't have that. That's the that's going to swing an election. They're not American citizens. They should not be allowed to vote. They were allowed to vote. That's why they gave them licenses. You remember they did that? Yep. That's why they exactly. That's exactly why they did that. Okay, we got a few more segments to go. Don't go anywhere. Me and CB will be right back here on 949 News Now and Stimulating Talk.
All right, welcome back to Freedom on Deck. Uh, The House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan on Thursday launched an investigation into whether Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, what a name, coordinated (laughs) with federal officials during her years-long probe into Trump and his associates. Fannie Willis hit President Trump and 18 others with RICO and conspiracy charges for daring to challenge the 2020 election. A Fulton County grand jury, as we all know, last Monday returned a 41-count indictment, which included RICO and conspiracy charges against Trump. Fannie Willis criminalized the First Amendment and likely coordinated with officials in Washington. All right, here is... um, some of Jim Jordan's statements, Miss Willis indictment and prosecution implicate implicate substantial federal interests and the circumstances surrounding her actions raise serious concerns about whether such actions are politically motivated. Jim Jordan wrote Willis began her investigation into Trump in February of 21, yet she waited until 24's election season was in full swing to charge the former president and current leading GOP candidate. She even set Trump trial date for March 4th, 2024, a day before Super Tuesday and a week before the Georgia presidential primary. Now, listen, we all know this woman is an enemy of the people. Uh, the, The the pomp and circumstance of everything was set up in order to make Donald Trump look as bad as he possibly could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as we saw with that stupid mug shot that um, I'm, I'm still ticked off about. Uh, she, she has really shown herself to be a political pawn. It's not even her. It's her handlers. It's Biden. It's Obama. It's all yeah. those folks that have told her to hold her cards until it was politically uh, it, it, it when whether it was politically uh, in, ingenious or not, I don't think it was, but I think it was definitely politically motivated, just like Jim Jordan said. And I think it was done for that exact reason. And let's let's be honest about what Donald Trump, if he even said, let's see if we can some, find some votes. Every politician yeah, exactly. says that during during an election. Yeah. That's not something that you can't say. What a conspiracy to say something. Right. I mean, it's the most ridiculous charge I've ever seen in my life. It's not going to go anywhere. And yeah. it shouldn't. He was only down by like 7000 votes in Georgia in the end. But he was leading by hundreds of thousands of votes before right. like 10 o'clock at night. And then uh, four o'clock in the morning when everybody had went home. They uh, pulled out all these ballots from under the tables and started uh, shuffling through the the machines over and over again until they got the number that they needed, which the machines, the computers, told the people on the ground how many ballots they needed to fabricate. And that's why they shut down everything, because they had to catch up to the machines, because the machines tried to make it look almost believable, but it wasn't, because you could see the spike just shooting up in the middle of the night when when there were even nobody, no poll workers there. I mean, how does that work? And, uh, you know, I'm glad that Jim Jordan is finally doing something with this. As as I was thinking, you know, we should use FOIA requests, you know, Freedom of Information Act requests. And that's what he appears to be doing. He's looking for all documents and communications referring to or relating to the Fulton County District Attorney's Office receipt and use of federal funds all documents and communications between or among the Fulton County District Attorney's Office and DOJ and its components, including but not limited to the Office of Special Counsel Jack Smith, referring or relating to her office's investigation of President Donald Trump or any other 18 individuals against whom charges were brought. So all these communications, whether it be emails, texts, phone calls, it's all got to come to the table. And I don't think they're going to get a conviction here. They're just going to keep throwing indictments at Trump as much as no, they can. That's exactly what that's what it is. They want to keep they want to keep him on his toes and keep him off the um, off the, the ballot. Keep him on. his Yeah. yeah on, and, and on his on his rear end. Keep him off the ballots. And he's not going to go down without a fight. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. And and people like Fannie Willis, I mean, it's pretty obvious why she did this. Let's look at that name, Fannie Willis. Now, you have Fannie, yeah. that sounds like derriere. And then yes. you have Willis. Willis sounds like penis. 
So it's like or derriere well, penis. What, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? What, what, Willis, what you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about, Fanny? <laughs> uh, she, well, she looks like I, a Fanny. I would just say uh, politically motivated is pretty obvious, right? I right. mean. Uh, and to wait that long, three years. Why'd you wait three years? Yeah, that's a Why'd good, that's that a really long? great point. And Newt Gingrich said on the Charlie Kirk show that he was told by a reliable source that Friday evening, somebody from Washington called the district attorney from Atlanta and said, you have to indict on Monday. We have to cover up all the mistakes we just made with Weiss. And she said, apparently, my jurors aren't coming back until Tuesday. And they said, you didn't hear me. You have to indict on Monday. And she said, they're not going to be here before noon. This means it's going to be 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And then there was leaks out into the press as to what all the indictments were going to be. I think there was like 41 indictments leaked out to uh-huh. the press before the jury convened and yep. and voted on all those same exact indictments. Uh, that's a little too coincidental, Miss Fanny Willius, Willis. I, I like I like how they're um they're like you're you're not hearing us. Wait, we have to work late. Yeah, that direct. <laughs> see that directive. Yeah, like they did on election night. Work right. late. Yeah, and that directive yeah. came from Barack Antichrist. Yes, I said it again. I'm gonna keep harping <laughs> on it. He's the Antichrist. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. I sound crazy right. now. I sound crazy. Well, now. I mean, uh, no, you don't sound crazy. They're trying. They're trying to drive us crazy. It's death by a thousand cuts. It's death by a thousand cuts, my friend. Well, you know, and and that's what they're going to do. It, it does show you that they do have a fear that they could lose. I mean, yes, if there's absolutely. anything that's going to, you know, make me look at it and say, well, maybe there's a chance because, you know, I I have been so upset with the way things have gone you know this show me you and brian our our intent was always to get trump in office and then to keep trump in office yeah and when they stole it and then i we each week we'd come back and say here it comes here they got him now they're gonna reverse this whole thing we're gonna reverse the election it's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. and they totally crapped on in in the bed with everything yeah and there was more than a i didn't have to see a movie to know they rigged the election right that that was simple enough for me to say to myself everything here that they did shows that they were in contempt of the american people and our right to put donald trump in office as as the leader of the free world uh they they hated us for it. They hated us. And that's why the the folks that are have been ar- arrested that were at January 6th um, are still being kept in these little uh, prisons with barely anything to, you know, to, to, to bathe with, to uh, have a, you know, a decent sell, not be treated like you're some kind of terrorist. And that's exactly what they've been doing. Yeah. And they recently made an arrest here in New Hampshire of somebody that they're saying now was was at uh at the January sixth event. I'm like, know. wait, they're still making arrests now? Yeah. I mean that's frightening. They don't it's just they disgusting. don't even tell you how many people are in there. They're, they've had them on the stand. Uh the the witnesses brought before Congress and they ask how many people are uh from the January 6th protest are actually incarcerated. And like, we, I'll get back to you. I'll, let me circle back to you. It's about a thousand or there's probably a lot more. And I heard they have a quota that they want to make it like more like 2000. They want to grab, they want to grab another thousand people. I mean, uh, people who are on the lawn, apparently hold, holding a sign, they, uh, they probably want to try to throw in jail. But uh, all these indictments, I think there's a, there's another one. Uh, from Arizona, the governor there who stole the election from Carrie Lake. I forget her name all of a sudden. I'm just drawing a blank. But And that's to scare us. Yeah. And that's why they do it. What's her name? Hobbs, I think her name is. And uh Jim Jordan makes some great points. He says that the you know the indictment seeks to criminalize under Georgia law federal officers, fe- federal uh, acts. You know, a state cannot make rules fe- for federal workers. Like like uh, no. like the like the White House chief of staff arranging meetings and phone calls for the president, Georgia, you right. have no you have no standing in 
No. In those areas. What are you talking no. about? Trying to restrict no. the freedom of speech of the president of the United States? Are you right. insane? They, they are insane. They are insane. Listen, uh, we're going to come back. We're going to wrap up and talk about... Uh, well, basically, we're just going to wrap the show up like we always do every week. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck. 94.9 News Now. It's going to be a Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, so I just want to discuss Donald Trump a little bit here and our newfound faith that we could actually take the country back. Before I do that, I just want to mention, as I said last week, that we would have guests coming up this week. Uh, things kind of fell apart with all that, especially with my Wi-Fi and with some of my equipment, but... Everything's sorted out. I think this week coming up is going to be a good time to bring the regulars back on as the guests and and probably a national guest as well, if I can book one of those, which should be good. We will be back to normal next week. OK, I think. And if anybody's to go. just tuning in now, the reason Chet sounds like he's on the phone is because he is because his Internet went I, down in New Hampshire. He, are everybody's internet in my little enclave of Troy is down right now. So hopefully that all gets taken care of. It's the weirdest setup. It's called Thithium, which I don't think anybody has outside <laughs> of New Hampshire, maybe a little in Massachusetts, but uh, most of it here. You don't and, get, and you can't get, you can't get, get Fios. Fios works so great. Fiber optics works so that's great. That's what we, that's what it is. Thithium oh. uh, is fiber optics, but oh. it, for some reason, it's uh, it's down. So right. hopefully it'll be back up by tomorrow. Um, we did have the debate that went on. I didn't really watch any of it except for like a little recap. I didn't want to watch it without Donald Trump. Uh, I, I, I will tell you this. For people out there that are saying Donald Trump should have been at that debate, you have yeah. a screw loose. Yeah, I know. There, there is no way he should have been at that debate. I mean, he just went through a week of hell. I would say that if at any time for any candidate that you could take off of a debate, this would be the one. And, and I think that he had to. And I think a lot of his own handlers told him, hey, listen, you, you know, we're just going to have to lay low for a little while here. You can't participate in that debate because anything that you say right now could be used against you. So we yeah. can't allow you to do that. And that's exactly what happened. So. For anybody out there that was bitching and moaning that he wasn't at that debate, you know, kind of look at it for what it is. I mean, right. maybe you want to attack Trump because there's a lot of folks out there that just kind of uh, just don't really understand what the man's going through right now. And certainly uh, there's also a lot of people on our side, um, not a lot, but there are people on our side that have kind of become, uh, I guess, solidly behind some of the other turkeys that have no chance of winning um if, if you're with desantis that's the only one that has some kind of support the the other ones barely. that were on that state barely the other ones on that debate stage i mean really chris christie he he doesn't belong up there i saw that he is like one percent Ramit swampy Oh, uh, Ramit Swampy. We didn't even get to do that. Yeah, Ram, right. Ramit Swampy is actually polling higher than DeSanctimonious. So all the stuff for Ramit Swampy was um has come out that he's he's not a good dude. He's like a he's a globalist. And when it, when you look at his past, he's a globalist. But he's saying all yeah. the right things. He's trying to appeal to the MAGA base, but he's not gonna. He's, it Trump should not legitimize any of these candidates because they're all polling in the uh single digits <laughs> right. you know it's like yeah. it's like godzilla I, walking amongst those little plastic army men that we used to play with when we were kids yeah trump was trump was polling at like 60 Se plus no right? like he's like he's approaching 70 percent among oh, 70 among uh it's probably a lot oh, higher yeah, than so that that's only what they're admitting 
Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, you know, if anybody watched it, I, I don't know why you would even nah. watch it. I mean, Nikki Haley, I saw she had a commercial out there and she's uh, calling China out. And I'm like, this was the most bizarre commercial I've ever seen in my life. Chris Christie, real, like Chris Christie's commercial right now was, are you sick of the show? Are you sick oh, of Donald stop, Trump? Cut it out. Do you want the most conservative candidate yeah, conservative. that you have right now is Chris? Yeah, that's I why. Does, why doesn't he go on a conservative diet and, and stop eating so much? You Dude, know? The last time I, I saw him on an interview <clears throat> and he was on, I believe it was MSNBC. It shows you everything you have to know. And he goes up there and, and he starts saying, well, I, I still believe that Trump is is Putin's puppet. And th the woman that was interviewing him on MSNBC, it, she actually said to him, well, why do you think that? And his he no answer, answer was, he said, I don't know. I just do. That was his answer. <laughs> and I, I was like, really? And this I, I actually gave the woman some credit because she didn't just like. You know, oh, yeah, OK. She was actually like, well, why do you think that? And he, he you know, totally wasn't ready for her, for her questioning. Uh, and he says, well, I just do. So these are the these are the guys that are running uh, against Donald Trump. I mean, it's a joke. When uh, I, clearly, when I, uh... it, it, there's nothing else there. There's really nothing else there except Donald Trump. He's the only choice that we have. When I first heard that many months ago that Haley uh nikki haley was running probably hoping to get the vp slot i said oh great that's all we need is mike pence in a dress <laughs> doesn't mike pence wear dress <laughs> yes anyway? he does he's like one of the village people <laughs> i saw a picture of him he looked like one of the village people at some kind of halloween party well xander <laughs> used to always ask when mike pence was going to come out of the closet that was uh, one of his, oh yeah, no, he's and in that and that was when a, he was the vice know, president. Mike Pence always says I'm a Christian first and a Republican second. So he's always trying to be like, like You're a more, homosexual more, first. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he, dude, he's dude, the Mike opposite. Is everything joke, is the opposite. Everything is the opposite of what you see. You know, he is he is polling so badly, <laughs> and my, Mike Pence. Listen, he really has he zero could, re, re support. They say one. They all, they just feel sorry he, for him, so they give him a one. But he really has all zero. He, all he had to do, well, he was wor uh, clearly he's part of the problem. But if he wasn't, if he was somebody that was actually on their side, he would have went in there and he would have said, "I'm calling, trying to call recess." I'm not making any uh, guarantees right now, and we're going to pause for a little while because I have information coming in that is telling me that we can't go through with pushing the nomination. Joe Biden, that's all he had to do. Yeah. And if he had done that, nobody would hate him. Yeah, all I mean, he had to do was kick it back to the legislature, the state legislators right. but, to but say, look, at all, look this dude, over. And he's high-fiving Nancy Pelosi. I know, I saw that. I that, that was like I, I was like, dude, are you serious? Are you that stupid? I knew that all along. I knew from like 2017 that he was just standing in the wings, waiting to stab Trump in the back. There was too many red flags. One is he was supporting Cruz originally, and then he was picked to be the VP. I think it was a bad choice on on Donald Trump's part. But in all fairness, Donald Trump cannot read minds. You know what I mean? He. He gets advised that this this person is solid and that or that person, and then uh, and then they stab him in the back. I mean, you can't you can't read you can't tell the future and you can't read minds. No, listen, this is what it is. When any time that I've been critical of Donald Trump's picks, which I have been on multiple occasions, and I've been right about all of them. <laughs> and so, but that doesn't mean that I don't understand why he does it. It's because yeah. special interest groups that he needs, just like the Democrats do, just like any other Republican does, come to him and they say, listen, this is your pick. If you give us this pick, then we will help you with this, this, this and this. And that's the way that you contend. And that's how you do politics. There is no way Donald Trump was able to come in and completely drain the swamp because the special interest groups will never go away. That is part of the deal. Yeah. I think he understands that more now. I think that he will choose. I think he'll select someone for VP more carefully. And I, I hope it's the right person. I, yeah. I don't know who the person should be right now. It's not. Um, 
It's not Kennedy. Everybody stop telling me it should be Kennedy. It's not. That is just the weirdest thing. You stay away from from uh, Kennedy. I don't think he's a bad guy, but I certainly don't think he would be right. And I think he would. I think he'd immediately stab Trump in the back. That would be the worst decision that Donald Trump can make. He's just going to have to figure it out. And hopefully it'll be somebody, you know, better than Mike Pence. Well, I'm glad that Trump did the interview with Tucker. It was a real poke in the eye to Fox News. I hate Brett Baer. And I, I'm trying to get yeah, I'm trying to get a message through to, to Trump through Truth Social that he should not agree to any debate that has any moderators moderators whatsoever because you're not there to debate you're not there to debate the moderators you're there to debate your opponents. That's right. That's true. I agree. It would have to be something uh, that that would have to be thought out, but that would probably be a good idea. Listen, uh, next week, same freedom time, same freedom station. Sorry for the bad audio on my phone call. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties. The guests will definitely be back this week coming up. For me and CV, Brian will be back as well. Uh, don't go anywhere. Same Freedom Time, same Freedom Station here with Freedom on Deck. God bless. Tonight.